0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Austin, and you're listening to the Gritty and Curious Podcast. Today, I'm here with Chris Pino, and we're going to be discussing how to stay healthy during the pandemic and the future of the fitness industry post-pandemic. Chris Pinho is my friend, housemate. He lifts occasionally. We frequently have conversations about health, fitness, supplements, lifting, you name it. So I wanted to bring him on to discuss how to stay healthy during the pandemic and the future of the fitness industry because these are things that we're both very passionate about and I thought that he would have some awesome ideas about these things. So Pinho wanted to give a brief introduction uh, basically about his past in sports and lifting and we forgot to record it in the interview so he sent me a separate clip so I'm going to run that back right now.
1: Hey everybody I'm uh, Chris Pino. I used to live with Austin in 108 Huntington. Uh, just a little bit about me, I was a varsity football player and wrestler. I played D-end in high school. Uh, when I went to Rutgers I joined the crew team freshman year and was on that team for a year. After that, I started competing in jiu-jitsu and did a few tournaments. And all throughout that, I've been lifting, whether it's power lifting or more bodybuilding style training, Uh, just a few of my numbers. I've hit a 320 bench press, a 505 deadlift, and a 405 squat. And uh, I like to research just supplements and training styles for fun and to get a competitive edge. So Pinho
0: mentions researching different training styles and supplements and stuff. It's funny. He just sent me a huge database of a bunch of workouts and I've just been slowly reading through them and, um, looking at different types of stuff to do, but that's besides the point. Anyway, the first thing that we talk about is what you should prioritize during the the pandemic situation here you know how can you what what element of health should you focus on number one overall
1: so like one of the first things that I thought of was like just the importance of keeping a routine during um the quarantine like your life is just so um unstructured right now online classes like sometimes you don't even need to attend like a lecture you just watch it whenever you want And just the routine of staying within, like, a program and fitness, I think, could be, like, very healthy to a person. And just uh, having something to do where you know, like, I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to get better at something. And I think it just would be really beneficial for just anyone. It's like a quarantine routine. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess, what about the people that they're
0: struggling to come up with that kind of routine?
1: Yeah, so I think something that would be, like, good would be setting goals, So, if you have a goal to improve, whether it's to get like a certain amount of push ups, start running a certain distance, like if you set that goal, then you can kind of build a structure into how you're going to achieve that. So, whatever your goal is, I feel like you kind of need to um, create a plan for how you're going to get there. And if you do that, uh, the routine will kind of build itself around um, how much effort you're willing to put into achieving whatever you want to achieve. So, sometimes it's like, it can be almost overwhelming, especially for people
0: that go to the gym consistently or people that don't go to the gym, kind of figuring out what those goals are and structuring them in a way that's manageable. Sometimes you can you can set a goal and you become so concentrated on achieving that that it could be discouraging if you don't put in your 50 push-ups a day or you don't run your X amount of miles. So I guess how can you create manageable goals that aren't going to discourage people especially when people aren't in the best mental
1: state right now yeah so i think the most important thing there would be to take uh take small steps so i was listening to a podcast recently and they were talking about um like navy seal training and they said if you have come in with the goal of like finishing the entire thing you're more likely to quit than if you just think about making it to like your next meal because they have to feed you like every six hours so if you say I'm going to wait. I'm going to make it to this next meal. I'm going to make it through the next six hours. Then you're more likely to finish the entire thing. So I just guess you could make your goals uh, simpler, easier to achieve. Like say, I'm just going to make it to the next day. I'm going to make it to my workout. I'm just going to be there, do something, try to work your way towards those bigger goals, and maybe uh, that'll help you get towards where your like final destination is. So
0: what are some examples of fitness goals or just general goals that people can embed into their routine during a time like this where they don't have certain equipment or it might be difficult to get certain things or resources? Like, what are some goals that people can set right now to keep themselves sane?
1: Yeah, so I guess it really depends on what you have access to and what your personal, like, desires are. Like if you're trying to get bigger, trying to get stronger, it's definitely easy when you were in the gym to say, I want to get to a 315 bench presser. But now if you don't have a bench press, like where do you go from there? Uh, and I think something that would be pretty easy would be like set a time goal. Like say, I want to be active for a certain amount of hours or minutes a day and just whatever you can be active, uh, do burpees, pushups, anything to really get yourself going. And uh, I think that'd be a simple way to kind of start off and uh, go from there, find out what you like, and maybe find out what your end goals are. So we talked a little bit about,
0: I guess, physical goals and in terms of working out. But what about nutrition? Because that's been something people have been struggling with, especially right now when there's certain foods that are difficult to find you know you're not going to the it's kind of like a task to get to the grocery store and find certain things so i guess talk a little bit about
1: nutrition and kind of eating healthy during
0: quarantine
1: yeah i think the biggest problem right now is that when you're bored you're hungry and you're kind of just eating to like fill up time like kind of get like a little enjoyment out of the day when you have like nothing really to do so i think one of the biggest things would be to keep yourself occupied. So you're not just snacking all the time. But then also like when you do go to the grocery store, get some solid ingredients that you can like meal. I think meal prepping is still a great plan for this time because you don't want to be cooking like five times a day to stay full. So if you like make just a bulk amount of rice at the beginning of the week, stock up on chicken breasts, something that's going to really fill you up, like steak. uh, I think that'd be a good, good plan so that if you have your meals, and you eat like say a consistent like three healthy meals a day you're going to be less likely to snack on some of the unhealthier stuff you have in your house that maybe your family keeps around yeah it's kind of been tough cuz i know like
0: when i was at school like i never had any crap like in the house like other people did but i mean now that i'm home there's like a lot more stuff to snack on so i guess keeping yourself occupied and engaged and working on different projects that's something that's kind of helps me is just you know set goals for yourself and start the day with a list of stuff that you want to get done and that'll keep your mind off of snacking and like the whole nutrition aspect of things Um, so another thing that people might be considering is like supplements during quarantine are there any specific supplements that might help people relax a little bit or kind of help them achieve their
1: goals during quarantine like
0: we talked about before yeah
1: so some people are huge into supplements uh some people just believe in them some people just are looking for that advantage um i definitely don't think you need supplements especially if you're doing everything right with your diets and like your daily habits but for me like i'm definitely not always on point with my diet and i'm definitely interested in just researching supplements and getting that advantage so just a few things that i've been taking um just vitamin c and vitamin d like i'm not 100% sure if they actually work or give you your immune system boost but i feel like it's kind of like insurance right now they're cheap enough and so they definitely don't hurt you so if they end up helping it's great and then if they don't it's just like a couple dollars out of your pocket um melatonin is definitely something i recommend um especially now where it's like easy to stay up till 3 4 a.m and wake up at 12 if you take melatonin like at your goal time of going to sleep it'll kind of get you in a habit of going to sleep getting that rest and that'll definitely boost your mood and energy throughout the day when you have a good night's sleep and uh protein powder i think would be the last thing um i mean You don't need it, especially if you're getting in like good protein meals, but it's definitely convenient, easy way to fill up and you can make smoothies and stuff like that. And I think that's an easy way, especially if you're not, you don't have the access right now to the normal foods you would be eating. Yeah. That's
0: something that I've definitely experienced like in my house, like when we go to the grocery store, I don't know if you've seen this, but like sometimes there won't be chicken or they there's always, like, a lot of beef and stuff, but there, it's difficult to find or was difficult to find chicken. So a lot of the times, you know, I didn't want to eat steak all the time, so I would supplement my protein with protein powder, and that kind of helped me meet my protein goals for the day. But you touched on something um, that I kind of want to elaborate on. We, we discussed, like, working out, um, nutrition, but I also want to talk about sleep because there's something – that's something that a lot of people are struggling with right now. Like we have a lot of time on our, on our hands to do whatever we want. Cause we're all home. Um, but a lot of people are staying up to like four or 5. AM. And then their their sleep schedule is out of whack. So I guess, what are some tips that you can give to people um,
1: so that they can enhance their sleep during quarantine? Um, I would say like, even if you don't have anything to do early in the morning, or, like, not even early, like, say 9 a.m., just get up, get active, because in the daytime, in those hours, like, the normal workday hours, you're going to feel like you want to do more productive things. If you wake up at 1, half that time, half the daytime is going to be, like, eating and being with your family, and then when it's 10 o'clock, you're not going to be wanting to do something productive or getting stuff done. So you kind of just relax for the next um, few hours that you're up until maybe 4 a.m. And so just wake up consistently at, like, a decent time. It doesn't have to be crazy early. You don't have to be getting up at 6, 7 in the morning. Um, So, like, set a good time to wake up, and that will kind of get your body used to going to sleep at an earlier time, too, because you'll just be tired by the end of the night. And then oh, – go ahead. No, it's fine. Keep go. And then I guess just – When around the time you want to go to sleep, start doing things that just like mellow you down, start relaxing, read a book, something even that's like a little boring for you. That's going to make you tired instead of doing something like that's going to amp you up, like playing video games or watching something that you know, you're going to keep binging on. Yeah. That's something I'm fixing up
0: and I'm normally pretty good at like falling asleep early, but like if I'm it's like 11 12 o'clock and i start playing fifa or something um like i'm wide awake at 2 a.m and that's just something that i've i've experienced and probably a lot of other people experience like you're sitting on your phone at night and you just can't fall asleep it's probably because you're staring at your phone yeah um anyway so we talked about working out um nutrition and sleep and now i kind of want to talk about you and kind of how you're applying these principles to your life so like what are what are some of your goals in terms of working out what is your nutrition looking like and how can you what's your nighttime routine kind of look like that kind of prepares you for sleep
1: yeah so back when gyms were open I would always be focusing on like getting stronger getting uh like bigger just always trying to like push myself But more recently, during quarantine, I've been just trying to get healthier. So um, I know, like, personally, everyone I know who's ever played sports or lifted always has, like, a bad knee or a bad shoulder. And they've always had, like, nagging injuries. And it always, like, kind of sets you back when you're trying to reach a goal. So I've been trying to incorporate more, like, physical therapy and stretching times into my day so that, like, when I can get back to lifting, like, really heavy or getting back into a normal routine, that I'm not going to have, like, another setback or I'm not going to be limited by, say, like, a tight hip or something like that. So that's something I've been just trying to get better at. And just a goal of mine to, like, every day just work on something like shoulder shoulder stability, stretching out my hips, legs, like quads. And that's something that's been, like, really uh, important to me, I guess, working on. So that's, like, a,
0: that's a goal that I've set, too, because I've had, like, a few... I've had a bad shoulder for the past like two months and I've recently did like a telehealth session with one of the guys from my gym and he gave me some exercises to help strengthen my shoulders because the internal rotation of my shoulders is
1: like totally out of whack. Yeah. And that's something you can do whether you have a gym at your house or you don't like you can be prepared for when gyms are open Just uh like by staying healthy, stretching and stuff like that. Like you don't need a full gym setup at your house to be doing this stuff. Yeah. A lot of people they'll make excuses about, oh, I need this, like this is what my routine
0: is. And a lot of people will get fix so fixated on like these are what my goals are and this is what my routine is. And like now that I'm home and I don't have access to this stuff, it's it's driving me crazy and I have to change everything. Like the main thing is that you want to keep yourself healthy, and I think a lot of the people that are, they keep these very strict and, like, stringent routines, and they work out, um, like, frequently, you know, five to four, five, six times a week. Um, yeah, I mean, we we all have to change a little bit, but our main goal is that we're prepared for things like COVID, so that, you know, we our bodies are prepared for, to fight things off like this, so we're healthy in times where you know, our bodies are challenged or, or could be compromised. So I think that that's kind of a good thing for people to focus on, you know, is reset your goals and find things, find your weaknesses. So if your weakness is mobility or flexibility, then focus your energy on those things. Cause you might not have like another, another time where you have two months of very limited responsibility to kind of focus specifically on the things that you're not good at or things that you've always wanted to
1: develop or improve so yeah and uh something you touched on right there like you want to be this is like a great time and a great reason to start getting active and even just like running getting yourself moving like you want to have longevity you want to have health so like you're confident when something like this happens you want to be on the right side of these like statistics and you don't want to have like one of these underlying conditions like obesity or diabetes like if you can take control of that and like get healthy that's something like you can definitely do and it's something that you can be like confident about and it working out doesn't have to just be about looking good it's about feeling good and not being scared when something like scary happens yeah there's something
0: that crossfit.com came out with it was like a video that basically said um you know if you if you do some sort of CrossFit or interval training or you're training in any capacity, um, you know, five to six days a week and you're eating real foods that come from the ground and mostly plants, um, then you are on that right side of things. Like you're you're protected against chronic disease because most of the people that are dying from pandemics
1: are the people that are we back? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're back. You were breaking up for a little bit. Yeah, is it's good now. All right. Um. So I guess
0: I was talking about, um, just like chronic disease and how you can protect yourself and be on the right side of the curve for everything. But I think it's a good transition because we just broke up to transition to into how the fitness industry is going to evolve as a result of COVID because me and Benho are both like involved in different fitness communities and it's kind of interesting to see how our communities are being affected by this thing. And I've done a lot of thinking about how, what the gym is going to look like, what the future of fitness is going to be and, you know, are people going to go back to the gyms? Like what is the, or people are going to stay home because they just become so reliant on like home workouts and stuff like that. So I guess what are your initial thoughts on how
1: the fitness industry is going to evolve as a result of the pandemic? Yeah. So right now, I guess it's kind of just hard to say, Um, just because we don't really know where it's going to go to what extent, how long gyms are going to be closed. But I think just based on what I'm seeing now, I think people will just eventually return back to um, their normal routines, like gyms will reopen. I think people are pretty resilient and we're pretty confident that we'll be able to like solve these issues, but at first um, there's going to be some people who definitely fall in love with their home gym and make it their new spot, but there's going to be a huge proportion of people who don't have the funds to build the gym they want. They don't have the space. Um, they don't even have like uh, they want like those equipment, the uh, machines that you're just not going to be able to have in your gym at home. So I think though there's going to be a market and there's going to be a return to gyms. It's just about like when and how uh, safe it's going to be able to be. Um, I don't know about like CrossFit and like say like jitsu gyms. Um, I think it actually might be sooner than like a commercial gym, just because I think the people in those situations have such a desire to do those activities and they're so healthy that they're not very scared of viruses, even if they're in like a closer contact than a commercial gym. Yeah, I I
0: definitely agree, especially because it's much easier to communicate with a hundred or 150 members rather than up to a thousand members at a globo gym and kind of, I mean, in the jiu-jitsu and across the community it's very tight-knit and i think people do have such a passion for these kinds of things that they're going to listen to their um listen to their owners and kind of engage in the activities that are going to preserve their all of each other's health and kind of care for each other so yeah i agree i think that people are going to get back into the gym. But I also think that there's going to be people that are going to be a little apprehensive going back. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. But another thing I want to touch on is like, what opportunities do you think will arise as a result of COVID in the fitness industry? A lot of people and gyms have like resorted to online programming, Zoom um, classes, and stuff like that you know, what is going to stick and what is, what can possibly change?
1: Yeah. So there is definitely like the huge increase in demand for like home instructional workouts. Um, I think there is like a huge opportunity to integrate social media and uh, working out. Like even if you could have just a more uh, connected like home workout uh, community, just like kind of what the CrossFit community brings to people working out. I think there's an opportunity there, even like virtual uh, races, like 5Ks or um, like spin studio classes, because people are always searching for that environment and they want that energy of being around a community. So I think that's definitely an opportunity for um, companies like Zoom, like other social media and like web recording um, companies to get a part of. And even, like, uh, the jiu-jitsu community, I know uh, the gym I'm a part of is doing, like, online instructionals just to keep uh, members, like, interacting with uh, with our instructors uh, just to, like, keep uh, the attention of people, I feel like, is important. And especially if they want that return after this is done, you're going to need to keep the the people engaged and keep the people, like, uh, feeling the same way they felt in the actual physical classes
0: yeah i totally agree and the same thing like my my crossfit gym is also doing something similar um and they're they're kind of expanding on it too as they realize what's working and what's not i think a lot of this stuff is trial and error um because members are very familiar with like their routine and their coaches and kind of how things operate at certain gyms and the number one thing that's going to make people come back is if they can relate to those things, those operational like procedures, like coming in. And like one thing my gym does is we do a question of the day and that's something that people relate to and people look forward to every day is like you come and you answer this like funny question. That's something that's translated into zoom calls and it's something that kind of restores a sense of normalcy and a sense of hope for when people come back into the gym. And it's kind of something that people can look forward to. It's just like a small, small little thing, but it's just like you said, you know, maintaining that presence so that people are eager to come back when things go back to normal. But something that you talked about before is like um, online, like 5k races or, Um, like spin races I think that like that's something super super unique I think that would be like a cool opportunity for somebody to to pursue something that the CrossFit community has done is that a lot of gyms and like YouTube channels and stuff like that they're coming up with like online and CrossFit headquarters they came up with like a an online CrossFit competition where you have minimal equipment and you post your scores and it's exactly the same as, I mean, exa- not exactly the same, but you still get that competitive environment. Um, and that's something that people are looking for ultimately in these like smaller, smaller gyms. And that's something, that's like a, a pretty good opportunity for somebody to pursue and that could last after COVID as well.
1: Yeah. Something that I think is interesting and unique though about, um, say like the jujitsu community or communities where you need to be next to someone or competing against someone uh like the competition is the main point and like the most fun part about it uh like jujitsu when you're learning moves it's interesting and it's fun and even like now if you're online watching instructionals learning moves it's fun but it would be like learning to play the piano but not having a piano to play Like, it might be interesting at first, but you'll never be able to fully, like, appreciate it or fully master the skill. So I think that's one of the reasons why things will come back to the physical, like, eventually, whether it's sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, like, the same
0: exact thing. I mean, if you're – that's what kind of attracts people to these, like, smaller studio, gym kind of things where they have – Classes and it's more intimate. And there's only like 200 members. Um, is that you're constantly competing, even if it's not a labeled like a competitive environment, you're always competing against the person next to you, and it's not something that you get at like a Globo Gym or something else. I mean, it's kind of with everything. Like, if you go on a run by yourself, and your goal is to maintain a certain pace, it's going to be much easier for you to do that if there's someone that's also running the same pace as you right next to you because you don't want to let that person down or you don't want them to pass you so it's like kind of like that accountability and yeah i agree i think that that's why
1: people are gonna come back eventually yeah i think that an interesting lens to look at it there just because we're both um business majors is like the financial situation these businesses are being put in though right now will they be able to make it that time to when things can be open, like, are they going to be able to stay uh, stay afloat and be able to open up for that time? Like, what kind of unique strategies can they use? Like, I know Stealth was doing something pretty interesting with their equipment. If you want to talk about that? Yeah, so a lot of the CrossFit
0: gyms, like, worldwide, what they've been doing is that they've been renting their equipment out to all of their members, so that way they can kind of Generate that cash flow needed to stay afloat while there's a lot of uncertainty about, you know, should we be charging members the same amount of money if they aren't allowed to come to the gym and they're being taught or, you know, following classes online as opposed to in person. It's like, uh, I've listened to like a lot of podcasts and I've talked to a few coaches about this as well. Like it's, it's a tough question. Like from a member's perspective, like I I wanna support my gym, but do I think that I receive the same value in a Zoom class as opposed to an in person class? Absolutely not. But so yeah, going back to the financial question, it's tough. I think that CrossFit gyms um are resilient in that they're you know, they're coming up with strategies and they have their members' best interests in mind, but it's it's tough and I hope that all of them are able to dig themselves out of this situation because there's lots of fixed costs that are imposed on gym members. And as long as they can keep that cash flow coming in, and I think that members support their gyms a lot enough to keep them afloat. So, because they want to have that gym when they come back. So, I mean, it all depends on how long this thing lasts, but I really think that. Um, I think that they'll be able
1: to, to hang around so that they can come back after this. Yeah. Especially hopefully with those uh, new small business loans and stuff like that they're coming out with. And then another interesting strategy that I kind of just thought up of was that traditional gyms, like your gold gym, or even like if you have a smaller, like uh, privately owned gym, you could do kind of transition to more of like a personal uh, training style, like system where you only allow like, three trainers, three clients in at a time, you have like full access to the gym, you clean up very well in between sessions. And I think that could kind of be a buffer in between the times when people are like still scared to come out and join your gym, or still scared to like be around a huge crowd of people, but still want to get a good workout and still want to, um, and the gym still want to be able to get some form of revenue coming in. I think that could be an interesting strategy that some gyms could employ.
0: Yeah, because I think that people, especially me, like I, I I would be apprehensive to, or I'm going to be apprehensive going getting back into the gym and like, not even because I'm I'm scared to like get the virus. It's more so, like, you've everybody's been like trained, like you don't like you have to wear a mask when you go outside, like you no giving high fives, you can't hug people. And, like I I saw this thing on Barstool today, where. It was like a a video of, it was like two guys and um, it was like when you, like conversations when you get back to the bar and it's just the funniest thing because they're just talking about like random stuff. Like, oh, like what have you been doing for the past? Like, have you been, what have you been up to? Oh, like inside, like doing, doing nothing. And they're just going back and forth. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting getting back into the gym and how different gyms are going to kind of create strategies to make
1: members feel comfortable when they get back. Yeah. Something that I found interesting, like, at the beginning of this, um, I was working at at my friend's home gym because he had a, like, good garage setup. And it was just Mm. extremely enjoyable being there with, like, a few friends. We kind of created the environment we wanted to. We could listen to the music we wanted to, work out as hard as we wanted to. Or sometimes we just had like chill workout sessions where we'd talk in between sets and we didn't have to like worry about other people or like other um, like normal gym issues that you'd have to worry about. And I thought that was just something uh, like I found interesting during this quarantine, like that kind of social benefit of like a home gym or like having your own group to work out with that I think could definitely carry on. Yeah, I agree. That's, also something that i did like
0: towards the beginning of the quarantine like i had all the guys in my neighborhood like five or six of us we'd all come over they'd all come over my house because i have a pretty nice home gym set up and we just do circuit work and like it was a lot of fun and we would all come here every day because we didn't have anything anything else to do but yeah i agree it's you know it's a awesome thing to do with your friends and i think that it's something that a lot of people are realizing now is that working out can be like an independent kind of thing and there's time there's a time and a place for you know going on the long run to clear your mind or hitting like a five by five squat by yourself and you're just lifting super heavy and you're blasting heavy music and you're alone in your gym or you're alone in your garage doing your thing but there's also a social aspect to working out. And I think that we, we shouldn't lose focus to that because that's something that brings a lot of people together. Um, and sometimes you have to sacrifice your own goals to kind of, you know, build that social aspect of working out. And that's definitely something that I'll go back to as well, I think.
1: Yeah, so um, another interesting thing to think about is like the market for gym equipment. At the beginning of this, gym, like, Um, websites were selling out of equipment prices were going through the roof but when this is all over is there going to be like a huge market for at home gym equipment like on eBay or like any other marketplace like Facebook marketplace yeah I mean I I think
0: so like initially I like once I found out once I found out that like we were going to be quarantined for a while I'm not sure if you did the same thing but I went on Rogue. I went on like Titan Fitness. I went up to all these online fitness sites, and I was like, "All right, I need to get a pair of dumbbells. I need to get this, that, and everything was sold out. Like literally everything." So then I went to the second source. And I went to Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, like eBay, and there's lots of there's lots of stuff on there because people mark up their stuff like crazy. Like one of my friends bought. I forget how much the he bought like a bunch of like iron plates for a dollar seventy five a pound when normally like before this you you get the going rate for that stuff is like fifty five cents a pound yeah and it's just kind of crazy but I guess what do you think I mean all these people are buying up this there, there was like a definitely a big splurge on people buying home gym equipment if people are going back into the gym and the market becomes flooded with all this stuff do you think that that might attract people to buy that stuff up and then not go back to the gym
1: yeah i think there's going to be uh like at least like three main groups of people who have like home gyms now uh after this thing's over it's going to be the people who fell in love with their home gym The people who are excited to get who just bought a home gym to wait it out so that they can get back to their gym. And then people who bought a home gym thinking they're going to get into great shape, but then flake on it like they would like a normal gym membership. And I think the latter two groups, the people who are excited to get back to their gym and the people who are going to flake on it are going to realize that they're paying for a gym membership or they're not using their equipment. And now they have hundreds or thousands of dollars sitting in the garage. And they're going to want to get rid of that, liquidate it, and get some cash back. And so I think at the beginning, the prices are still going to be high. But once you see the volume of that equipment online, people are going to be dropping their prices. And it's going to be a good time for those people who fell in love with their home gym to start expanding it or upgrading it.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's like a big community of home gym people. Like I'm a part of a few like Facebook groups of people that love their home gym. They don't like going to, like, they don't like going to like Globo gyms. They like investing in their garage and like building it out. And it's like, it's an ongoing project. So like, I'm, I'm kind of like in the middle of both of that, especially because my gym is like 45 minutes away from where I live. So building out my home gym has definitely helped me out. Um, but, yeah, I think that there's definitely going to be a divide between, you know, those three groups of people that you've talked about.
1: And it's going to be interesting to see how all of this stuff pans out for sure. Yeah. And then – but you have to also think about, for you especially, um, when you move out to D.C. and start your job, you're probably going to be in an apartment and there's not going to be room for a home gym. And so you're going to have to figure out whether it's, like, stuff you can do in your apartment or if you're willing to join a gym back when this stuff like calms down, that's going to be an interesting, uh, challenge for you to overcome. Yeah. I thought
0: about it a little bit. Um, and that's kind of why I've been interested in buying up more like equipment that I can use like at a park or even in like a small like apartment or that those like you can do a lot of stuff with a, a dumbbell, um, yeah, like a 50 pound, 70 pound dumbbell. There's so many workouts you can do with that. Um, something I'm also looking into investing in is like a ski erg, um, yeah, a ski erg or any one of those, like row or bike erg, something that you, know, you can just get cardio in inside, um, and do that kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be to be interesting the whole move down there but um overall i'm excited and i'll be able to figure something out like it'll give me something to do if, if gyms are closed or like there's some sort of like strict rules then i'll just have to figure out you know put, what my goals are and set those goals and just start pounding away
1: like you said at the beginning all this stuff Yeah. And I think something that just like going back to like the more overarching themes, like something that whether it's your nutrition, uh, whether it's your sleep, whether it's your workout routine, it's all about like taking control of something that you can, especially right now when you don't have control of like things like where you can go necessarily, like what you can get from the grocery store. If you just take control of like the little things you can every day, like being able to wake up at a certain time, being able to get your workouts in. I think that's, like, just a very healthy thing right now to be able to do. Yeah, a lot of people – this is something I wrote about,
0: like, in one of my blogs recently. It's um, Just kind of, like, the concept of focusing on the things that you can control as opposed to things you can't control. And this is a common theme in, like, a few of the books that I've read. Like, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is one of them. And there's a few others. But, like, there's things – Like the coronavirus, the weather, the situation with your classes, like those things are totally out of your control. If your teacher sucks and they're being totally inconsiderate, like during, nothing you can do to change that. So stop like focusing on that, focus on the things that are within your control and do the small things that are going to put you in a better position to achieve what you want to achieve, as opposed to focusing on the things that ultimately you can't you can't change and it's hard to do that but I guess being conscious of that divide makes you aware of how you can you know the steps you need to take to take control of your life the things that you can
1: yeah and then because you're taking control of that I think uh you find a way to like progress and um right now like everything's at a standstill like schools are pass fail some of your classes like Work, you're just trying to get like the minimum amount of stuff done. Like, you don't have the opportunities to really advance yourself like you want to. So, if you can like take your fitness and really progress at that, I think that's uh, a good way just to kind of fuel yourself and like get rid of some of the desires that you have to like become a better person or become um, like just better in general. Like, we all want to be a better person. So if you can progress at fitness, that could be like a start, and you can advance at other things too throughout your life. Exactly, and that kind of brings us full circle.
0: Um, so, question is, how do you stay healthy during quarantine? Um, you know, it's by it's by setting manageable goals, um, getting outside and moving every day, eating healthy, getting to bed and on time, and if you do all of these things, then hopefully we'll be able to get back into the gym and the fitness industry will go back to what it was or maybe you'll pursue something different. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. But I hope you guys like this podcast. I definitely like recording this. It's It was an awesome conversation. I learned a lot about what the future of the fitness industry might look like. And also I learned a little bit more about some some tips to stay healthy during quarantine. And I hope you guys learned something too. Um, Also, I apologize for the audio quality of this podcast. I was recording it out of my phone and not out of the microphone that I bought. And it sounds like I'm literally swallowing the microphone the entire time. But I hope that you kind of fought through that and pulled something out that was valuable, even if you just watched or listened to like a 15 minutes or 5 minute clip of something. I hope you learned something. But, anyway, this has been the Gritty and Curious Podcast with Chris Pino. Um, If you want to reach out to Pino or you have any questions, I'm sure he'd be happy to help you out in any way that he can. Just reach out to me. You can contact me on my blog, samaustin.blog or you can contact me on my Twitter at austin Schles, a-u-s-t-i-n-s-c-h-l-e-s-s again this has been the gritty and curious podcast if you like this podcast and you want more of this kind of stuff subscribe and i'd be happy to make more fitness related things but thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a good one